0: there's so much to Arizona. You have pine yeah. forests and you have high mountains and you have desert and you have red rocks of Sedona. There's so many different places here and it's not, everyone's like, Oh, Arizona, it's a dry heat. It's like, no, it's not all of Arizona. Plus we, it's been raining here all summer. <laughs> wow. In the, wow. In the desert, you know, it's like we Good get monsoon golly. and it's yeah. hot and humid and pouring rain. Like it's, completely it's the coolest place i absolutely love it hello again friends thank you so much for joining me here at the wisdom of the wilderness podcast i'm your host greg and as always on this podcast we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory both literal and figurative I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And, uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hey, all right, friends, we are back for another episode of the wisdom of the wilderness. It is going to be me today hanging out here in the 16 degree weather. It is sunny. Had my feet in the snow earlier. Uh, Looking for my misplaced quantum wand to uh, heal away post major adventure and uh, getting ready to chat with y'all. We are still advocating anchor to bring back the cow, Moo! but that's all right. So, we've got kind of big episode today because I have spent a lot of the past five months living in my truck and want to talk a bit about some of the motivation for the course, but more of what I, the adventure, but more of what I learned. And I mean, it's at the point now where I'm looking at photos of stuff that happened in October, November, trying to remember where I was or, Oh my gosh, I met that person at that time. Where was that? Where was that? Because there has been so many cool things that happened and uh, created a incredible experience a lot of opportunities a lot of cool people I met and uh, yeah so if uh, you're listening along and I do neglect to mention you it is not out of anything wrong it is out of me probably just being focused on something else but there were a ton of cool things ton of cool people I met in ton of cool places so um, you know some things may get missed here or there but please know you all loved and all played a role in the adventure uh so i will just (laughs) hop right in and um, start off with the motivation for this trip and for me it was to try it you know i've had a lot of crazy life situations happen and just had to deal with them i've lived north of the 49th parallel for the last of three years so look into that as much as you will and I have thought a lot about the idea of what it might be like to have a long adventure like this. Once upon a time, I was starting to plan out how to through hike the Pacific Crest Trail. And uh, that ended up not happening, but I got a rad job in the Yukon and had that experience that led to a lot of other cool experiences, such as getting paid to take people through national parks. So I want to try it. And what ended up happening is for the vast majority of five months, I was dry camping in my pickup truck. Uh, that was a lot, but also the motivation to try out, see how I like it, see what may or may not work for me in my life, because I've never tried it. I've seen a lot of people plan things. Oh, when I retire, I'll do this. I will travel. I will get a summer place. I will get a winter place. I will do blah, 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 blah. And I've also seen a lot of people retire and drop dead within a couple of years, never get to the stuff that they thought they might. So I get a shot. And uh, winter in the Winterfellian area in which I live is well, not my favorite season. Let's put it lightly. Um, I no longer ski downhill, I do have and I'm looking to get into backcountry touring away from resorts. But I quite frankly, have no interest in paying a shit ton of money to go ride up and down a chairlift with a whole bunch of other people. Um, If you do, that's awesome. Kudos to you for getting outside. You're enjoying everything. It's just no longer my thing. And I say that having grown up ski racing and spending a lot of my Colorado time in the sea a lot at Mary Jane. Um, so, after the winter of 2021, 20, 2022, I was pretty over a lot of winter. I was not excited to be cold, and uh, the desert was galling. So, I made it happen because you only live once. Uh, another big part of the motivation was to explore the desert. There are some places that I've seen, some places I've spent a lot of time, and a lot of country I still haven't seen. Even after this trip, there is so much out there. And that's the place that really calls to me. I am a sunshine person. I am solar powered, as all humans are. And the desert's my place. So I wanted to go and see it. It tends to be not the main tourist season. So that was a a big part of the draw. And I would be able to camp a whole bunch of different places, live out of my truck for quite a while. save on rent, because the rents, I'm sure everyone's rent and mortgages and stuff have gone crazy with the happenings of the past couple of years. And the seasonal based towns, uh, which kind of surround where I am, um, rent is absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. So hey, if I can be in my truck. That's pretty cool. The seasonal schedule that I have and the way that I've kind of transformed my life because at the moment it is just me, uh, made that possible. I could work really intensely in the summer and then have a big chunk of time off. And rather than be cold and or do something temporarily I wasn't thrilled about and pay way too much money in rent, I hopped in my truck. And one of the big things, um, the only thing that's holding you back is you. You know, that was a big thing. I thought, well, maybe one day I'll do this. Maybe when I hit age 50 maybe when i hit age whatever maybe i do it and then i thought you know what there's no guarantees about anything happening in the rest of our life you can't police your way to safety you can't you know you can have the best laid plans and all of a sudden you're laid off there's a major issue in the family there's a major issue in the land division in which you live um you know things happen all the time relationships and um you know, lots of things can happen. So I had the time. I had the ability to do it. And the only thing that's holding me back is me. So I did it. And that's a big piece of advice I want to share is anyone can do this. The only thing holding you back is you and your attachment or your beliefs to a job, um, a partner, an idea, there's something out there. You could do it now if you wanted. It may not be the simplest thing. It may not be the most easy emotionally, physically, financially, but you know, to, to go out and do something, if you wanted to hike the PCT, you could do it, you could find a way to do it. Or you could dream about it your entire life. So that was that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the motivation. So I'm going to go into some of the things I learned. And this is there will be some overlap here because you know, a lot of things kind of one thing ties to another ties to another. But um, one of the first things I learned is it was actually shared with me by my friend Realist Idealist. She sent me a great podcast. we the beginning of my trip before we got to hang out. And that was around the idea of internal versus external processing. And uh, short form, and I could be mixing these up, but there's there's one form of processing where someone will say like, oh yeah, like I want to, you know, it'd be great to be a snowbird. And that is the absolute end of it. They verbalized it, the thought sounds good. That is as far as it goes. The other type of processing that was mentioned, which is where I fall, is, hey, cool, you said that, awesome, let's do it. I'm ready right now. Or find a way to be ready in a year. Um, And having that that was a big part of the learning because there were a lot of people I'd encountered that, you know, had said, Oh, Hey, let's go hiking sometime. Let's go do this sometime. Let's go do that. It'd be cool to, cool. We see you cool to hang out. I'm like, cool. So I'm here right now. And then there was disappearing. And I thought, you know what? Script. I'll just do it on my own. I will go and explore. There's so much to see. I'm going to go check out the small areas because at this moment I am rich in time. I am rich in my health. So, I can go and check out these places in the desert I want to see. I can go check out these national parks, national monuments, forest service land, BLM land where there's amazing trails and there's hardly anybody out there. I don't have to deal with the peak of ridiculousness of tourist season. Four-hour waits to get into Arches National Park, like massive traffic jams on the freeways in California. Thousands upon thousands of people up the south rim of the Grand Canyon. don't have to deal with that. So that was great. And with so much to see, you know, part of what I learned is like, why, why am I not doing my bucket list now? If not now, when am I going to do it? If I don't do it this year, I'll be one year later when I am. And with so much to see and so many things I'd like to do. I was like, hey, I'm here. There's a hundred mile race in six weeks. Cool. Sign up for it. I didn't finish, but I tried it. I learned Probably as much as I would have learned in several years of gradually working my way up the way that many people do. And there's benefit to that. Uh, I took a big gamble, didn't work out, and I learned a shit ton. And I was able to then use that and finish the 100K. Feeling great, definitely could have cut out a bunch of time, definitely can improve upon it. But that was one of the big goals was to have something to symbolize a big adventure for this big adventure. I got my Black Canyon buckle. And thanks, Sarah Vipe, for putting on an awesome event. Uh, with all that other stuff, a lot to see. That's part of what I learned. Um, leave no trace. People are jerks. Lots of people are jerks. So you know, if you have garbage, put it in something and dispose of it properly. There's lots of places that are disturbed already, so you use those as campsites. There's LNT.org has a bunch of things that are out there. Um, please be aware of what you're doing when you head out there. It's not so cool to come across a bunch of broken glass at a campground that could easily have been picked up, Um, bags of trash just left in the desert, things like that. So yeah, please do that. Uh, Part of what I learned in, I took some photos, but I didn't take anywhere near as many photos as I normally would, or in the past would have. Normally is a bad word. In the past, I would have, or even photos as I would have. A lot of the time for these adventures, it was just me, and I was just outside appreciating the views in Sedona appreciating what it felt like to have my bare feet on the bare sand, even when it was snowing in parts of Arizona. I was able to feel the energy of places to to go to a lot of the less known places. I didn't have a strong sense of where I was going to go as much as I had certain things on the calendar for a couple days or a week or certain holidays. Otherwise, I have this chunk of time I'll just see. I had decided kind of early on i'm gonna go and you know i'll just go wherever intuitively i'm drawn to or someone's gonna make a comment and i'll see how it feels my body and to that i ended up at some amazing hot springs my friend uh lindsey 101 on instagram told me about some great places and to keep the west wild i'm going to not tag them and uh be responsible but there's some amazing places that are out there if you want to see some of them Cool, I'll show you, but I'm not going to put it on the Instagram because too many people have destroyed some of the incredible places by tagging everything. And then they get destroyed and then they get shut down. And then you have all these unnecessary rules out there and police out there and everything else out there when you just wanted to go to the hot springs. But okay. Uh, so, into a lot of the stone places and a lot of the other news that don't share the location on social media enough places already overrun. I just said that. Cool. A uh, big part of I learned, um, travel lightly. Oh, my gosh, I thought I was traveling lightly. And boy, was I wrong. I had a bag of clothes and maybe used a third of them. Maybe I ended up actually accumulating more clothes than I went with. But I was given some stuff, given some winter stuff, uh, got some shirts for events I was at and got a pretty rad pair of shorts for an event I signed up for. So, you know, that kind of came with the territory. Um, But a lot of what I took with me, I did not need, did not even look at. Um, You know, food was easy to come by. Uh, Food prices have definitely gone up, as I'm sure everyone's aware. But uh, I didn't need half as much as I thought. lot of clothes I never wore. Uh, I took some books with me. I took a lot of my healing stuff with me to look at. Most of the time, I was just being outside, being with myself, with my thoughts, pondering some things for the future, um, planning out steps I could take, uh, putting, putting focus on what I want to manifest and bring into my life for the next while, and a lot of stuff I just didn't use clothes, books, uh, at least the training stuff that I brought. I have a set of bands, I have my foam roller, I had my little spiky peanut, I had my quantum healing wand, I had some crystals, used those all the time, but a lot of stuff just took up space. Um, so that was a, a big thing. A lot of what I brought, pretty much many things I brought are multi-purpose. So I don't bring things that generally just have one purpose because again, what do you really need? you know, for, for the five months I was roughly, I was, uh, the dining room and the kitchen were the driver's seat of my truck. That was also the living area. Um, cooked a few times, not that much. I was generally out doing stuff until it got dark. And then I'm pretty easy, pretty easy for me just to, um, make a quick cold dinner. I had a lot of burritos. Uh, There's a great book called Outlandish by Morgan Shogren. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Running underscore bum underscore on Instagram and a lot of great recipes there. So it's like, hey, burritos are quick, easy, simple, filling, cheap. Had a lot of those. (laughs) The tools of my trade for cooking were a can opener, a knife, a cheese slicer, a spork, and another spoon. For the most part, I didn't really need a lot. Even when I, when I cooked food for people, I made okonomiyaki several times for people um, over the camp stove. Didn't really need a heck of a lot more. Needed a big mixing bowl, needed a plate, needed a few things like that, but that was it. So, you know, definitely you can travel light. And if you think you're light, you can probably have it again. And there's some great resources out there for ultralight backpacking, um, ultralight camping, things of that nature but really when it comes to it nothing that i was that i brought along you know i could get by without or i could find a way to get by with just what i had so that's a great lesson from that oh gosh what else did i learned um friendliness that's a thing and despite these stereotypes my experience being north of 49th parallel has been very different from what many people think or expect and what was it was very ex- just awesome for me was to see faces again and to see smiling faces. I met so many cool people at different events uh, out on the trails. I mean, I met some jerks as well and a lot of people complaining. But the ones that stuck with me are the people. And you know, I connected with the trail running community, which is found my people, I feel like, in a lot of different places found out the group things on different social media channels found out the group runs everyone was welcoming you know or perhaps not everyone many people were welcoming chatted with people whether it was a javelina at black canyon um met volunteers you know just met tons of people so with part of that big thing was when you're doing what you love the right people show up in your life i have so many connections for which i'm very grateful that are people I met on this trip, people that lent me their pack for my race because the pack I bought is doesn't work for me, does not work for me. And the allegedly awesome retailer in north of the 49th parallel that says they have a rock solid guarantee and takes anything back for satisfaction won't take it back. So I don't shop there anymore. But people that offered me their camelback for my race, thank you, Lindsay, that offered me their best, uh, Tony, Nicole, thank you. Um, you know, people that gave me advice, so many people, um, you know, people just to connect with and chat with and, and have conversations with, I really appreciated that, whether it was someone I ran a few miles on a trail with, hiked for a day or two at a different Lindsay from Maui that I met at the Grand Canyon, and we hiked for a day, um, you know just, I feel like the right people show up and you meet them and it can be just an offhand comment or something. And Hey, maybe you've got a new friend. Maybe you've got a adventure buddy for a day. Maybe you've got a partner for the rest of your life. You never know who you'll meet. I even ended up in a incredible experience at Havelina in a lightsaber fight. They play a lightsaber fight with, um, a fairly famous person that I actually didn't know at the time. Um, saw a lightsaber went and got a lightsaber had a fun lightsaber battle broke a lightsaber fixed it met Lindsay, had another <laughs> lightsaber battle pretended i died went and paced rico from chico and then people were like oh my god did you know how that was i was like no I, she had a lightsaber i got a lightsaber we had fun um so just be friendly be yourself and big one to share positivity There is so much fear mongering, so much negativity, so much bias in the media in what you're told, um, you know, go out and experience it for yourself. And that's what I noticed was, you know, if I can be positive, if I can share what I'm experiencing, if I can try and capture some of this and put it on social media or put some of these experiences and feelings in my blog or on my podcast. My hope is that that will raise the vibration, that it will spread that positivity because after the cycle up here, you know, there was a lot of negativity, a lot of stuff based in nothing more than bias. So, you know, go out, be positive, hang out, cheer people on. Um, I spent a lot of time at races, crewing, helping out, pacing, and I just had fun. So, you know, do that. Ah, biggest one, probably follow your gut. If you have an inkling that you'd like to go and try skydiving that you'd like to go and try going to Hawaii, try surfing on a beach, um, try an ultra marathon, something within you is pushing you to grow. I don't have a better way of saying it than that. I don't have a better name of anything than that. But you know, your intuition is speaking to you you may even have it reflected things back things reflected back to you in signs from the universe in validation in noises when you're thinking in all kinds of ways that have shown up for me through the different energy healing modalities i've taken and the things i offer i didn't have a set plan beyond i'm going here 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 at the beginning here for this week in october here for this week in october here for thanksgiving I had a flexible end date and just did it. So, you know, I would see what people told me and say, hmm, does it feel like that hot spring is calling to me? Yeah, it is. I'm going to go there. Does it feel like that's what's going to happen? I'm going to go there. Um, Went to a lot of places I haven't been. I actually skipped some places I thought I might go, like Moab. Um, Like trying to get a permit at the Wave. Uh, I actively skipped Zion because I don't really have the patience Anymore for dealing with large crowds, for dealing with permits, for lotteries, because so many things have got dumb. I did follow my gut and ended up, you know, racing. Well, got stuck for a few days, uh, summer that I was because of a winter storm, and ended up uh, racing a winter storm to get back and that was great because i ended up being somewhere where i was able to spread positivity to you know spend some of my time which is a resource of which i have a lot at the moment um helping people out i shoveled oh my god i shoveled for about two solid days for different people when a massive snowstorm hit um branches were broken. i was helping a bunch of people got to see some friends i didn't know when i'd see again um, but you know, that was a that went from the plan is okay, cool, I'm going to go here to oh, there's a storm. Okay, well, sucks. I might not see that friend, but if I do this, I can get here. All I got there ahead of time and was able to make a big difference in some people's lives. So if nothing else, that means something to me, means something to those people in my life. And if I didn't say it, nobody would even know it happened, you know? So that was a big thing is like, if your intuition is saying something to leave a relationship, that a job is toxic, that a relationship is abusive, listen to that, check into it, see what's happening and take those steps. There are warning signs all over. There are, you know, attraction signs all over. You can kind of figure out, Hey, whoa, this, this cute person that I met, like they seem kind of cool. And yeah, your get ask, take a risk the worst that happens, someone says, Oh, I'm not interested in dating. Oh, Hey, no, we don't have any space available this race. Oh, Hey, the runner hotel rooms here tonight. Um, but you never know until you try. So there you have it. Uh, okay. Boom, boom, boom. Got that, got that, got that. Is Uh, is there anything I would change? I mean, I learned so much about different ancestral pathways in the salt river area. Um, the cliff dwellings i was able to reinterpret some stuff that oh gosh how do i even phrase this i don't do political correct um that may have purposely been misleading but uh there were some cool things um yeah th- things that i would change it is is mostly stuff that i brought i brought way too much stuff i had my box you know where, where i live out here for most of the year, um, it can be winter at any point. You're very isolated. Um, generally, people who live in this same um, land division don't really care what happens out here. Uh, it's rough. It's a harsh climate. So you know, you there's a level of self-reliance that you do not need to have in the city. And even you know, to these little, small map dot places that I spend time in, um, some people don't have that, but. I was fully and overprepared for things, so I definitely would remove some of the winter gear and emergency gear that I brought because I ended up double packing a lot of things with what I brought to use. And you know what? I look at it as clothes or clothes. And I, mean, I freaking accidentally caught my jacket on fire at an aid station. That's the only puffy jacket that I have. I didn't run out and buy a new one. I fixed it and worked with it. Needs a wash now, but you know, that's it. Uh, another thing I'd change is I definitely would redo the drawer system in my truck, the platform that's there. It works. It was great. Um, there's definitely ways it could be improved so I can better access the storage. And also, you know, there's a part of me saying, well, maybe it, do I even need all that? Because I didn't really use that a lot. But it is a very convenient way to have stuff out of the way. I had a flat sleeping place, a place to pop in and change, stretch, foam roll place out of the elements to do that, use the hip hook that I traded for, lots of great things. Um, The insulation in my truck, the system I have does not work. The super expensive glue that I was recommended didn't do shit. So what worked better was a dollar roll of duct tape from family dollar. So Definitely going to be redoing that this year, as well as uh, waterproofing the canopy. There is a leak that sucked. It almost wrecked my Rolo Trophy, which was buried uh, under the back to keep it safe. Uh, actually almost destroyed it. So that's a good learning lesson. Uh, what would be great would be to have a place to sit comfortably where I could do some computery type work or read. Um, I basically had my truck set up, so I was driving. The passenger seat was kept open to facilitate manifesting a partner. That manifestation is still in process as of this recording at the beginning of March 2023. If you'd like to apply, message me. (laughs) But a place to sit comfortably where I could do things. So, you know, the uh, canopy of the truck worked great, but I had also brought too much shit. So definitely bring less stuff next year, could do that, have uh, some type of power into the back so I could charge a laptop and work, work on that. Um, and I think maybe to have um, someone with me for parts of it. You know, I spent a lot of time in my truck alone, 20 something thousand miles. Um, that was a lot of time to by myself, a lot of time doing all the decision making, all the what's for dinner, all the shopping, all the stopping, you know, gas pumping, all of that a lot of stuff needs to be more fun with someone. And that's not to discount the value of time alone and time reflecting and journaling and really working on a lot of the stuff that had come up and had been part of the Sexual Mastery for Men course, which I took in the fall. But a lot of things um, were out there. There's a lot of times, like I mentioned earlier, I don't have a lot of photos or I have some. I have videos and things I took for for fun or to, you know, make for friends and things. But I feel that well, things are awesome on your own. They can be just as awesome or a different experience when you're with someone and you're having a picnic at the top of a mountain. You're going to the hot springs with somebody. Um, awesome as it is by by yourself, there can also be space for someone else. Those are special moments and memories to share. So, you know, if you're thinking about it, heck go do the PCT because you'll meet people on it. That was my feeling. I meet people on the road and uh, who knows where something leads with anybody. So um, yeah, that was that. Uh, another big learning that I had was, you know, with the, and this is not something surprising to me. It may be surprising to some listeners. Um, what the media tells you and uh, the very narrow, focus that they have on things is not how things are when you get out and really experience it for yourself. So I encourage you, if you're thinking about something, to perhaps put your thoughts or judgments aside and go out and just experience it for yourself. There's no way I can adequately convey in words what my first attempt at an ultra marathon is like. It's My experience might cloud your judgment. It might be completely different if you go and do it. If you're nervous about taking a trip by yourself, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do, excuse me, you can do to, to think about it and prepare and try and have plans and backup plans and prepare for all these contingencies. And that's part of what I did with the extra unnecessary shit I carried, but ultimately what's going to happen is going to happen on the road. And that that what happens on the road, you know, that that's what's going to happen whether you're you're thinking of getting into a relationship with someone, you're thinking of dating, you're thinking of ending a relationship, you know, there's a lot of unknowns. Our mind will jump to things and it will especially jump to what we've seen in television, uh, in movies, in news flashes, in media manipulation, whatever it might be. So your own experience to be completely different than what you're told. I know I grew up in Canada. Much of the focus of America was on, oh my God, if you go to America, people are stupid and you'll get shot. That has not been my experience at any point through my life. There are people who have different opinions, different opinions all over. More gun violence in Vancouver than uh, many places in America. But if that's what your conditioning is, is that really true? Or are you making that your reality based off of what other people are telling you is true? It's a deep question. There's no answer to it, but I encourage you to go and explore for yourself if you're open to it and if you'd like to see what things are. You know, the places that call to me, I realize they do not call to many other people. The idea of going to the desert at any point is a massive turnoff to some people. The idea of being out of Cell phone service at all is a massive anxiety-inducing experience or thought for many people. Doesn't really bother me. In fact, I appreciate it because I know, hey, there's no distractions out here. I'm going to hike down to this hot springs and I'll hang out here till I feel like going somewhere else. And I'll go over here till I feel like going somewhere else. And, you know, if there's an emergency, there's an emergency. If there's something I need to know, I'm sure somebody will tell me. I don't feel I missed anything by being disconnected from whatever, whatever apparently is happening in the world right now. Um, you know, always keeping track of things. What's the weather like? What's the forecast like for the next couple of days in the area I'm thinking of going? What's the trail system like right now? Is the water on in the Grand Canyon? Am I? trying to do a backpacking trip when there might not be water access or it's frozen or, oh my gosh, a winter storm's coming in. And I totally scratched that idea to head out to Canyon lands and all those dirt roads. Cause if this storm does hit, those are impassable and I don't really want to get stuck for a week somewhere. So, you know, being flexible, having, having a plan, but not being attached to it and being able to just see what shows up and who shows up, and roll with it and see what opportunities are there. led to some amazing experiences and some incredible and inspiring people that I met at different races. Um, ended up unexpectedly pacing for someone to a 100-mile bell buckle. Ending up being invited to pace this coming fall and ended up having new friends. Ended up taking a big chance, trying a, an ultramarathon, making some new friends in a place I'd never even been may not even have pronounced correctly when I was heading out there. But, you know, ultimately, you're never going to know until you get out there and have that experience. And what's in your head may manifest. It may be something completely different. You know, the desert has lots of things. I was getting email. I would send photos to people. And, uh, you know, get message back. Oh, my God, what were you doing in a mine shaft? That's where rattlesnakes live. That's the worst thing you could have done. And I was like, really, that's Nate. It was December and it was freezing and no sign of snakes anywhere. But if you're convinced that anywhere near mine is where rattlesnakes live and you're going to die. Hey, you do you. There's a lot of animals that are out in the desert. I had zero bad encounters. In fact, I at one hot springs. I came around a corner face to face with a bighorn sheep that took off. Couldn't have expected that. Couldn't have read about that. I mean, and even if I'd wanted to document it with a photo or something, it happened so fast and that sheep was so gone. Hey, that's all right. You know, life happens. So, Maybe that, that's a big learning. So here here's my intent. It's set out to the universe and how it shows up. I'm less focused on that. doesn't necessarily need to be a certain way or the weather has to be sunny every day. It was really cool to sit in my truck in the white tanks, hiding from a storm and watch hail bounce off the windshield for an hour and a half because that's not something I encounter every day. Now, is it the easiest thing to go go out and hike through or try and run through or even camp through? No but is it an experience? Yeah. And ultimately I feel that the experience of being alive is a value in and of itself. Uh, you know, and a lot of people and many of the things that we've seen in the past little while have been based on the idea that, Oh my gosh, must do everything possible to be safe, do everything possible to not die. But a big question would be, you know, are you actually living or have you given up the idea and experience of life because of a fear of death? I don't know a deep profound thought my thoughts are my thoughts you can totally disagree with me that's fine it's important that we have our thoughts and we ha- can agree to disagree and we can have discourse about things and that's that but you know for the main part there's <laughs> the motivation was to get out and try it see what happens have a good have a good time have fun meet new friends maybe meet a new lady and uh, connect with my deserts and had so many magical experiences, met so many cool people, so many inspiring and motivating people in so many places. I hadn't even considered when I was pondering this in August. I don't think I'd spend New Year's being inspired and (laughs) motivated by watching people do one-mile loops around, basically around baseball fields. But that was a really cool experience to me to be out there, to be invited to be part of a crew, to, you know, hang out and watch that, and maybe even do that this year. I don't know. Did I think I'd find myself in lamb season in January when it was minus 45? Well, I had considered lambing season, it had come up, you know, a couple of times, but did I was minus 45 and freezing my ass off and doing all the stuff that we did nonstop, 24 hours a day, feeding bum lambs, getting water, breaking ice, getting more water, feeding bum lambs, getting sheep, pulling lambs, trying to get lambs to nurse on their moms, trying to get moms to accept their lambs, feeding bum lambs again, breaking water, getting more water, breaking ice again, getting more water, dealing with dead lambs, dealing with coyotes, trying to make food, going back outside to feed bum lambs again. That wasn't exactly how I thought it might be, but it was an experience I appreciated because a couple months earlier, I'd had the chance to go be part of gathering in a beautiful location that I'd never seen before, completely off grid, collecting sage from the desert, the smell of sage in the sunshine, driving the truck with the horses in it. That was a life experience for me. I damn near paid three grand to do that back when I had a big important office job. I got to do that and hang out with some of my best friends for the day. Got to be part of all that. Got to have an incredible experience and see it and witness it and be part of it. So, you know, there was a plan. That plan kind of got left out to the universe and all these things happened. And I'm just so curious and excited for what's going to come up next as I've got my intent on what I'm looking for and focused on. And allow the universe to put the right people in the right places uh the right lady in the passenger seat or one of the many right ladies in the passenger seat and go and do this again and in the meantime throw on my shorts go for a run when it's 16 degrees or if you navigate by the equally arbitrary metric system nine celsius minus nine celsius and uh go for a run get that fresh air get the runners high feel great and uh ponder what race i'm gonna pop into next or see who uh who might need a pacer for different things and go check out some of these magical places we have in the world because with everything that's gone on the past few years i'm more drawn to be outside and do as natural of a workout as i can and uh super duper appreciate the band and uh body weight and super cool no gym equipment (laughs) workouts that I got from ultra underscore performance underscore PT. Thank you, Megan. Uh, but all right. Didn't mention a ton of names, but there's a lot of people who are out there. When I post this, I'll tag a bunch of y'all. And yeah, I encourage y'all, if you're curious about something, go and try it. Take the steps to try it, ponder it, and, you know, just go do it because you might think about it your entire life and it doesn't happen. Why not do it? Well, you can. Right. Right. All right, we're going to still hope the cow comes back because I just like the cow, and it's a nice and silly and fun way to play around because there's too much seriousness and too much negativity. So be light, be young, have fun, opt outside, go get some fresh air today, put your bare feet on the bare surface of the earth, ground, hop in a hot springs, jump in a lake, lie naked on the white sand, something like that. All right. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. This is Greggie. Follow me at at Cactus Moose on Instagram or the new one we're making for the fun stuff at Cougar Patrol. That is Cougar Patrol. Prepare for some awesomeness coming up this spring and summer out at the kook. Cheers, friends. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information, and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you, it really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts. It's how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcast, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness.